Next on the 5 o'clock report. Guys, stay down. I can see the rockets coming off of the ship. We heard the bullets. It's been compared to 9-11. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Wars and rumors of wars. Good afternoon. I'm Mark Webster. That prophetic scripture warning ringing painfully true in the Middle East today. Closing in on midnight there right now, day three of an expanding clash between Hamas and Israel, which has claimed over a thousand lives so far, including those of nine Americans. Israeli bombs are raining down on Gaza. Hamas militants are still firing artillery shells into Israel, which is where Fox correspondent Trey Yingst is. Okay, there's still more rocket fire coming off the Gaza Strip. missile defense system, the Iron Dome. I've just taken cover next to us. Guys, stay down. I can see the rockets coming off of the strip. Just stand by. Hamas invaded on Saturday to brutal effect. It was a coordinated assault. Civilians were slaughtered in the towns of southern Israel. And Hamas also took hostages, including women, children and the elderly. CBS's Holly Williams just outside of Gaza. 22-year-old Gal Levy barely escaped the weekend attacks. We heard the bullets. Everybody started running in panic. Hamas leaders are threatening to begin executing those hostages, which include not only Israelis, but also possibly Americans. In response, American military might is being moved into the region. The aircraft carrier Ford and its escorts are on their way to the eastern Mediterranean as signals of American support for Israel in its war against Hamas. Pentagon correspondent David Martin, as Israel fires back, preparing for a full ground invasion of Gaza, many Israelis are angry about their nation seemingly being caught off guard. This is a very costly intelligence failure. It's been compared to 9-11, and 36 days after 9-11, CIA officers were on the ground in Afghanistan taking the fight to the enemy. That's former CIA Station Chief Dan Hoffman, who says with multinational hostages in the mix, ground intel will play a major role in the success or failure of Israel's march into Gaza. We'll have more reaction to the Middle East war later in this newscast. Pro-Israel protesters gathered in New York City this afternoon. Across the street from them, separated by police barricades, pro-Palestinian protesters applauding the deadly Hamas attacks. Palestinians are right to stand up against occupation. Many in Gaza do not support the actions of Hamas leaders, and Jason Lee of the charity Save the Children worries about the conditions they're facing. We have a situation now where we have in Gaza over 1,800 people that are injured. You have 74,000 people that have fled their homes and are sheltering in schools. U.S. officials estimate more than 120,000 people have been displaced in Gaza by the fighting. Elsewhere this day, at least 2,400 people are feared dead after a pair of powerful earthquakes rocked Afghanistan. After a 6.3 magnitude earthquake that killed at least 2,000 people and flattened entire villages, people have been digging with their bare hands to get to people who are trapped. CBS's Steve Kath on the Saturday 6.3 earthquake was followed by a nearly a strong quake. OPEC says things are looking rosy for them, projecting global oil demand will 
will keep rising until at least 2045. Meanwhile, in the short term, the problem is going to be for diesel and for jet fuel. Both of those products are relatively tight in world oil markets, and they could rise considerably higher here in the next couple of months. Industry analyst Tom Closeup. The area around Maui, devastated by deadly wildfires, has reopened to tourists. The hope now is that tourist dollars will help with the recovery and rebuilding effort. According to officials, the island has lost $11 million every single day since this fire two months ago. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti. With House Republicans readying for a key vote to choose a successor to Speaker Kevin McCarthy, CBS polled Republican voters on how they'd like to see that all shake out. Republicans do seek bipartisanship, but more, almost three quarters, want a speaker who will try to impeach Biden and a majority also wants someone who'll be loyal to Donald Trump. CBS elections expert Jennifer DePinto. Simone Biles is now the most decorated gymnast of all time. She won her sixth world all-around gold medal in Antwerp, the first female or male gymnast to ever reach that mark. She says it's been great, but also kind of tiring. It's a lot coming in day in and day out and competing, but I'm proud of the work that I put in and I am ready to go home and relax. I can imagine so. The medal brings her world and Olympic medal total to 34, the most in history. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, we'll have local reaction to the growing Middle East conflict. PA UAW workers slam the brakes on a proposed deal and learning to stop, drop and roll. Here is your Family Life regional weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow in lake effect zones, mainly areas downwind east of uh, Lake Erie, Lake Ontario. Some additional showers, downpours, thunder and lightning. Outside of lake effect, though, it'll be just partly cloudy with a stray shower. Brisk and chilly. Low temperatures tonight, 40s. High temperatures tomorrow in the 50s. Wednesday, clouds, sun, couple of showers. High temperatures in the 50s to near 60. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. The explosion of violence in Israel and Gaza is reverberating back here in the listening area. Several synagogues around New York and PA plan to hold gatherings this evening to pray for peace and the safety of those affected by those attacks. A Rochester, New York man is under siege in Israel as the war with Hamas rages on. Mark Cohen with the Rochester Chamber of Commerce is trapped in Tel Aviv. Being jolted so many times um, is is an emotion and a feeling that is really, really hard uh, to con- to convey. For that to happen multiple times in a night is terrifying to see. Cohen tells Spectrum News he's constantly being awakened at night by air raid sirens and explosions. We, uh, last night in particular, were sent to the bomb shelter multiple times in the hotel. In the hotel, the bomb shelters with staircases. We felt very intensely vibrations from an explosion, which was rocket and mortar fire in Tel Aviv. He was on vacation with his family when Hamas rockets began raining down on southern Israel. This was supposed to be a trip to explore the country uh, and, you know, take in culture and uh, have a good time. And uh, it turned into something very different very quickly. Now the family of five, including Cohen's pregnant wife and child, are sheltered in place. Israelis who live here are facing a slaughter like they've never seen. This is an historic event. These terrorists are murdering children, are murdering foreign nationals, are kidnapping, are wreaking havoc on this country. And it's beyond deplorable. 
Elsewhere, New York Governor Kathy Hochul says there's currently no active threats against the state following the Hamas attacks on Israel. Hochul says law enforcement has increased surveillance at all Jewish facilities across the state, including synagogues, yeshivas, and cultural centers. So we're on top of this uh, as aggressively as we can be, but our hearts are broken. This is as devastating an attack on the Israeli people or the Jewish community since the Holocaust. This is horrific. The governor is scheduled to meet with Israel's United Nations ambassador in New York tomorrow. Hundreds of union workers walked off the job at a Mack truck plant near Harrisburg, Pennsylvania today. Correspondent Matt Piper says the workers rejected a five-year contract offer. They'll be joining striking UAW members at the so-called Big Three, GM, Ford, and Stellantis, which launched a targeted action on September 15th after failing to reach a new deal. Mack truck has plants in the Capital Region and Lehigh Valley. Workers also walked off the job today at plants in Maryland and Florida. There's a bill to crack down on organized retail theft in the Keystone State. 50% of businesses across the Commonwealth have experienced significant theft over the past 30 days. We're not talking about someone stealing a stick of gum. That's State Senator David Argall. This is not simple shoplifting. This is organized, massive, expensive, dangerous criminal behavior. The bill stiffens the penalties for retail theft. The state Senate is expected to take up that measure soon. A shooting at a Pennsylvania community center has left one dead, eight injured. Dozens of gunshots rang out in the wee hours Sunday morning at the Chevy Chase Community Center near Indiana, PA, just a mile from the main campus of IUP. As you can imagine, this is a very complex and spread out crime scene that we continue to work through at this time. Thousands of pieces of evidence have been and continue to be collected. FBI evidence response teams, along with investigators from the ATF, have been brought in and are assisting our efforts at this time. Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens with the Pennsylvania State Police. No arrests so far in that case. Pennsylvania has experienced a wave of job cuts in 2023. A wide range of businesses announcing layoffs already eclipsing last year's total. More from Family Life's Terry Diener. Four more businesses announced layoffs last month in the state, including 58 workers at the Coca-Cola plant in Allentown. So far, over 8,000 jobs have been cut in Pennsylvania across the first nine months of this year. As a comparison across all of 2020, there were 7,044 jobs lost. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thank you, Terry. An investigation's underway into what caused a fire that ripped through a home in Olean, New York. Crews were called to battle the blaze on East State Street yesterday, arriving to find smoke and flames coming from the first floor. Six residents ended up getting hurt. Two people suffered significant burns. Two firefighters also had to receive care for minor injuries. The chief says a fire like that should serve as a reminder to everyone to have working smoke detectors in in their homes. And that's advice that never goes out of style, along with the old adage, stop, drop, and roll if you catch fire. That's some of the wisdom area first responders hope to impart to young and old alike over the next few days during the annual observation of Fire Prevention Week. Erie, Pennsylvania, Fire Chief Inspector Donald Sauer tells Jet TV. It's just something you got to learn young and, uh, and and keep on for your, for your whole life, you know. Um, if we start the kids learning young, hopefully it stays with them. And, you know, when they become adults, they, you know, they're still safe around fire and stuff like that. Fire Prevention Week became official by presidential proclamation by Calvin Coolidge in 1925 as a commemoration of the infamous Great Fire of Chicago 
in 1871. All right, your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are up today. Futures, though, open lower as war broke out between Israel and Palestine. Investors feeling uncertain about the war as geopolitical ties to energy markets could further disrupt economies. Bond markets are closed today for Columbus Day, and investors will have to wait until tomorrow to see any changes in interest rates. United Auto Workers members at the Mack Truck plant have joined the strike as an estimated 3,900 workers have rejected the agreement and joined the picket lines as of today. Producer price index data is expected to be released Wednesday and consumer price index data coming out on Thursday. Crude oil today closing above $86 a barrel, the Dow gaining 197 points, the Nasdaq rose 52, and the S&P 500 up 27. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. All right, thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. The love of money makes us useless to the kingdom of God. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. In Mark 4.19, Jesus says, The cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. Jesus is talking about loving money more than God. The gospel is replaced by the deceitfulness of wealth and the desire for other things. Often, when we acquire wealth, our sin nature makes us believe we did it on our own. We didn't need God. We have great wealth, but there's no fruit. Money itself is neither good nor bad, but all we have comes from God. He owns everything, and we must be humble, grateful, and generous toward His kingdom. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free FaithFi app. You'll find it on our website at faithfi.com. All right, thank you much. Still to come, a very cheesy story. One day, that cheese mysteriously appeared. Nobody touched it. Nobody threw it away. And so there it sat, growing more foul and powerful by the day. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. The chilly air that arrived over the weekend is going to linger this week, but the winds will be subsiding and the lake effect showers will be diminishing. Low tonight, 40s to high Tuesday, 50s. Outside of any lake effect, it's partly cloudy with a stray shower. Wednesday, clouds, sun, sunny breaks, and a few widely scattered showers with high temperatures in the 50s to near 60. All right, thank you very much, Kevin Williams. And finally at five, say cheese. All rise, if you please. Behold the king of cheese. That's our way of wishing you a happy moldy cheese day. Yeah, that's a real thing. We're talking cheeses that feature mold as part of the final product, like blue cheese, Roquefort, Brie, Camembert, Gorgonzola. The bluish-green hues of blue cheese are caused by a form of penicillin, which is added to the milk or curds. Mold spores grow and spread with the help of small holes punched into the cheese. Such cheese molds are completely safe to eat and are, in fact, responsible for producing many cheese varieties and their unique flavors. The process could date back as far as 8,000 B.C. Annual per capita cheese consumption in America comes out to just over 40 pounds. Though blue cheese only is the eighth most popular here, cheddar is numero uno. And if your cheddar gets moldy, eh, it's probably time to chuck it. That's the world we live in for Monday, October 9th, 2023. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News. <laughs> 